Okay, cool. So, hi, Leah. Um, thanks a lot for, for joining me on Learning with Bless. Uh, just got a few questions uh, and that I'm going to ask you just to get to know who you are, uh, what you do, and what your message is to, uh, to young people out there. So, the first question is, so, you know, you, you're a youth coach. Uh, can you tell our listeners uh, what a youth coach is and why do people need one? <clears throat> Not a problem, of course. And thank you, Blessing, for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm Leah and I'm a youth coach and founder of the Youth Mentor Coach. And basically, I'm, I'm super passionate about coaching. Because of my own life experiences, um, I've seen how <laughs> coaching can work, can help kind of help people to move forward, and especially with young people we're at that time in our lives when we're in our teens, young adult years, where there's so many decisions to make, mm. when you're gonna hit so many challenges and we're trying to find our identity, so who we are, what to do with our lives, what to study, what to put all our energy into. And it can be really hard. And that transition mm. as well from school, to college, to uni, if you decide to go to college and uni, if, you know, to your career and apprenticeship, whatever that might be. So mm. a coach is someone that helps you to explore your beliefs, your thoughts, your emotions, your fears, to help you make decisions. And it's held in a, a really safe space that's non-judgmental and allows you to be exactly who you are, to accept mm. you for who you are, um, to be empathetic. And what em empathy means is to kind of stand in the shoes of somebody else. Now that's not 100% possible ever, but you can try mm. and you can try and understand things from the other person's point of view. And the main kind of aim of coaching is to ask questions to help that young person or person explore it's a, a self-exploration inspiration mm. like you are the expert in your own life i am not mm. the expert in your life and that's where coaching differs from like um consultancy mentoring mm. and counseling this is all about you have the answers yourself and the coach helps you to dig those out look for your passions mm. look for your purpose look for meaning find hope <laughs> Maybe you're in a, a situation where you're feeling really useless or hopeless or lost um, or don't know what your purpose is or don't know what to do. And that's what a coach is there for. It's it mainly I listen with gentle encouragement and gentle yeah. questions. And yeah, I... The kind of things that I help people with, I mean, it ranges massively because I'm I'm very lucky that I get to work with people all across the world. So in the UK, Africa, India, Europe, anywhere and everywhere, because I'm an online coach. Um, yeah. And I help people explore identity, careers, university courses, confidence, achievement, leadership, also to help yeah. young people stand out from the crowd. Because what I've noticed um, especially at the moment as young people are really trying to find their voice, have mm. so much that they want to stand up for, so much that they want to change to make this world a better place, to make an impact not only on themselves, but also on other people and even the world on a whole. And I can help them as a coach to get that voice, to get that confidence, to be able mm. to speak, to be a motivational speaker, to do things like you did, you know, talk yeah. in front of people, um, to help identify those passions they're there mm. let's dig them out 
So yeah, I think it's just to be the best that you can be. And that's what a coach does. Mm. That sounds very interesting. Yeah, I, you know, I've had a coach uh, in the past as well, and it's always a positive experience. And it, and, and it sounds like it's all about uh, leading yourself and understanding who you are and and where you want to be, isn't it? So yeah, sounds very absolutely. very interesting there. Um, so what's been the most uh, significant area in youth coaching that you're you're curious about and why? I know you talk about passion and very deep stuff, you know, like beliefs and fears. Yeah. Uh, what's the most significant area in youth coaching that you're curious? about okay this is a really interesting question because some coaches are very specific in certain areas like they use things like neuro-linguistic programming or careers guidance coaching etc for me I see coaching as quite holistic it's all interlinked I coach someone for the whole that they are. Our career impacts our personal life. Our personal life impacts our career and mm. so on and so forth. So I don't focus on a specific area. However, I am really passionate about social impact and the possibility that coaching has in changing mm. not individuals, but I'm going to use quite a big word here, but systemically as well, like it can really impact the whole, the people, the communities, um, society, countries. Mm. It's kind of something that I would love to see in global development. Like mm -hmm. all schools, I am so passionate. If I could see every single school in this world mm. integrating coaching into education, just imagine how different that world would be, this world would be, <laughs> if mm, we had yeah. coaching <laughs> in learning, people knowing how to communicate better, how to be yeah. confident, how to get over their limiting beliefs and having self-doubt. Imagine what everyone would be like. So, mm. yeah, for, for me, I'm, I'm quite passionate about personal social health education as well and how mm. coaching interlinks with that. So yes, mm. I see it as quite a big thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a very specific area. Okay, interesting there. Yeah. Uh, now I just want to go into some of the hurdles that you faced throughout your your journey. So, what has been some of the hurdles you've personally faced, and how do you go? How did you go about overcoming them as well? Wow, blessing. This is a question and a half. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Um, it's I have been through so many hurdles and. It's strange because I don't talk much about the past. I'm one of these people who I have so much gratitude for all the bad and the good mm. that's happened. And I actually accept and appreciate those hurdles. And trust me, some of them have been horrible. So I tend not to talk about the hurdles, but I will because actually those hurdles are opportunities. Some of them are pretty horrible and they're not nice, um, but you do get through them. And they make you the person mm. that you choose to be as you get older, choose to be today. Mm -hmm. So I think, gosh, if I rewind back, I experienced bullying in school. I had to swap mm. secondary schools. So I went to a secondary school and the bullying was horrific. And, and I had to change schools. That, that knocked my confidence. But what it did was give me a little bit of a, a new start to be able to realise that I... I needed to be a little bit more confident in myself to fit into this new school. So I did learn a bit there, but it still went a bit downhill. So mm. um, my my kind of some hurdles that I went through, my, my dad left and he moved to a different city and I was very close to my dad. And that 
kind of caused my mental health to go quite poor at the time because he actually remarried and 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 took on the three girls of his new mm. wife and became the dad to them and naturally the jealousy kicked in the the kind of the sadness that I, I felt unloved I felt abandoned and but no one ever knew this you know I didn't tell anyone so there's no blame there's no bitterness because actually no one knew you know, I, I did not tell anyone about this so unfortunately that feeling of being unloved of being misunderstood I had a rocky relationship with my mom as well and my family in general I wasn't very close to people and what happened at that point was it spiraled downhill and um, I was I lived in quite a dodgy community <laughs> as we'd say <laughs> you know I was I was poor we didn't have much um although I absolutely I'm so grateful that I went through that I would never change any of it because actually by being poor by not having money not having all the material things I have learned to appreciate the small things in life and mm. um, and that's something I am so appreciative of today like mm. I'm so careful with money as well yeah <laughs> <laughs> really careful with money I'm a saver save 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 so because of this unfortunately I became a little bit rebellious and had a bad attitude and surrounded myself with more negative peers and I was looking for love and I looked for love in the wrong place and unfortunately at 15 years old I found myself falling into the trap of negative love of a man so you know not not a child not someone my age at 15 and it was horrible and I'm not going to talk about that because that door has closed. Mm. But with it came pain, hurt, emotional abuse, other forms. You know, it, I'll, I'll leave that to everyone's imagination. It was horrific. And at that point, either my life was just going to go down a really wrong path mm. and I was not going to have a nice future. And this, this person wanted me to have a child and it was it was scary it mm. it could have all gone very wrong i was alone i'd been separated from my family i'd moved out of home i'd been separated from my friends i was completely hidden away and no one noticed no one helped me mm. and luckily I don't know whether it's my personality or something in me kept me going a little bit, kept that determination in me to keep living. And one of my teachers at school, none of the teachers cared. You know, I, I literally got no guidance, no support. My grades were terrible. But one teacher in particular, he didn't do much, but you could see he was kind and caring. And, and he said, Leah, you know, you've got a talent in biology. And I was like, really? <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, seriously. And he said, do you like it? And I said, yeah, yeah, I do. I actually really love biology. Mm. And, and he said, you need to, to do something to do with that, Leah. You know, you're really good. And this, this teacher, bless him, um, actually, when, when all that was allowed back then, he actually took me to some nature reserves and taught me biology <laughs> and put so much energy into, into the fact that he saw something in me. So. 
that was there but all the stuff in the background was still going on i was still in that negative cycle and then one day i saw a stained glass window and i know this sounds really unusual <laughs> but i saw this like painting a stained glass window painting and it was an image that i'd seen when i was a child and it, it just hit me it was like something had clicked it was an image of a tree and it was it was quite spiritual now i'm not a religious person but I am a spiritual person. I do have faith that there's more, there's something more. And it reminded me that there is something more to live for. And you don't wanna be having a baby, Leah. You don't wanna be trapped in this dodgy lifestyle that's not gonna get you anywhere. Someone believes in you change this life around now, get mm. away from this. And I literally, went to the library because <laughs> there was no internet in those days for everyone that thinks what she went to the library <laughs> you know went to the library and i started looking at biology type books and colleges and courses anything i could do to get me out of this situation to inspire me and i found a college in wales which i'm from merseyside originally and this college would pick people up even within two hours from the college to take them there. I thought, this is my chance. This is my chance to escape. And, and yeah, it took time. It was a little bit more difficult than that. You know, I'm not going to mm. go into it all. And I thought, I love nothing more than animals. They're like the only thing that had been consistent in my life. <laughs> they hadn't given me any trouble. They had unconditional love. And I thought I've got a real passion for animals and I'm obviously very good at biology, according to my teacher, even though I got terrible GCSEs. I got Ds in biology. I got Ds in all the sciences. I didn't do very good in maths and so on and so forth. And everyone's like, oh, you're gonna fail. You're not gonna get anywhere in life. But by doing this BTEC national diploma, I didn't have to go down the A-level route. It was still possible to go to university with a BTEC. And I thought, I can do this. And that was the biggest, best decision I ever did and ever mm. made in my life, which was actually following something that I am super passionate about, mm -hmm. getting away from those peers that were bringing me down and this man and everything that surrounded him and getting away. And I moved out. And I managed to escape. And that college was the first time in my life I'd got good grades. It was amazing. Wow. I got mm. 24 distinctions. You know? wow. <laughs> I'd never got A's. You couldn't get higher. And when that happens, it changes your life around because you realize that all those things that you dreamt about, they're mm -hmm. possible. And I was a dreamer in school, a real dreamer. You know, I mm. had these dreams that didn't really seem possible at the time. Now they seem possible. So a few more hurdles sorry blessing there's absolutely loads but i'll just mm. pick some some key ones out from that so i did really well in college and i went to uni in sheffield to study biology mm. and unfortunately because i wasn't a very academic person the btech was more hands-on um i got to this degree and it wasn't for me I couldn't do it. I literally could not do it. And it knocked my confidence. It was heavy in maths. It was heavy in genetics. Mm. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not intelligent. I can't do this. And then, then the bit inside me goes, yes, you can. Just quit. If it's not good and it's not for you, quit and start again. Mm. There's nothing wrong with quitting if it's actually going to help you <laughs> take a path yeah. that's right for you. So I quit and went home and kind of explored whatever unfortunately met another guy that wasn't the best he wasn't too horrible but wasn't the best you know mm -hmm. and 
I went back to uni and I studied wildlife conservation, a little bit more of the animals in there, tiny bit of biology. And again, I excelled and I did amazing in that. And after I had my own house, I had to fund stuff. I had to work every night to fund my studies. No one paid for them. I had to fund my own degree, my own home, everything. So I worked every night and every hour other than studying. And when I finished my degree, I thought, okay, what is going to get me the career mm. that I need to get my dream career? I want to be a conservation biologist. I want to achieve, how am I going to do this? And I thought, work again, work, but you're going to have to do it for free. <laughs> so I explored volunteer positions. I contacted every biology organization, environmental organization, and I got a volunteering internship for a whole year working for free. Mm. And I had to work every evening to be able to pay for my house and everything else. But do you know what, blessing? that paid off and mm. that is the key message there that experience was everything i got my dream job i became successful in environmental stuff in biology i had the best job in the world for me i was super mm. happy and i got made redundant as soon as i would got this paid job a year later i got made redundant and it didn't matter because i just saw this as another little challenge and i said to mm. the manager i said to him actually this is good. I've always wanted to travel. That was one of my dreams. By making me redundant, you're giving me a good payout. <laughs> I can go yeah. and travel. And I've been saving all this money because I was careful with my finances due to my upbringing. And I said, I'm going to travel. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And it, it, it had a really weird effect on him. And he said, I don't want to lose you. This is, you've got one heck of an attitude, Leah. Mm. <laughs> this is exactly <laughs> what I need. Mm. And he said, I know another organization. Um, I'm going to get you in contact with them. And I actually ended up getting a job the exact same day, wow. <laughs> the redundancy <laughs> payout, because I'd still been made redundant. Mm. And, it, and it was a promotion. And that was the best job I ever had in my life. And honestly, it was living the dream. I was working in nature reserves. I was working with the community. I was working with young people, which is when that side ignited because I started mm. to realize that young people related to me and I related to them and I was still quite young back then anyway. Yeah. And, and it was just amazing. I got my little Jeep, you know, like the, the four mm. by four cars and I'm driving around assessing wildlife and teaching environmental education in schools. And I was living the dream, literally. Mm. I still hadn't traveled though. And as life has it, I had a massive car accident one day going to work. And sadly, that car accident um, absolutely changed my life around. Um, I couldn't use my arm. My arm just died. It wouldn't work. And my hips had been hurt. And I couldn't drive. And my biology work required me to drive and my office was an hour and a half drive away from home no buses no trains it was in the middle of the countryside and I was off work for about six or seven weeks and I went back to work but stuck in an office in Liverpool city centre because they wouldn't let me drive because I couldn't and it was hard and sitting in an office wasn't me and it was painful and all those feelings of I'm gonna fail despair my mm. dreams ruined start coming back to you and i found some skills i was all right at i found out that i was good at writing policies and writing funding bids and applications because <laughs> i was stuck in an office um but that wasn't me and 
I was very lucky that I met an amazing man this time round, who I'm now married to. 12 oh, wow. years, 12 years. Congratulations. And thank you, thank you. And he is and always has been my bestest friend in the world. And this, this, my husband, Daniel, I'm sure you won't mind me mentioning his name, um, lived in Leeds. And this meant I had an opportunity to just go and do mm -hmm. something different. So I actually moved to Leeds from Merseyside, um, knowing that I couldn't work in environmental sciences because mm -hmm. of my injuries and that the fact I couldn't drive. Um, but there was a passion there for working with young people. I yeah. loved what I'd done. And I thought, so this wait, is my opportunity. You talk oh, about, yeah, yeah, um, your cool. work with young people. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think your, your story is very inspiring. There's been so many challenges in your life. And uh, our listeners might be thinking, how do you sort of motivate yourself? And how do you pick yourself up after challenges that keep coming up in, in your life <laughs> yeah I have to ask myself that sometimes too um <laughs> so it's interesting because I was I was thinking about this the other day what is it um one you make your life as it is no one makes your life for you no one else you can't rely on anybody else to have a good life you just can't you have to rely on yourself a hundred percent. And for me, it's that vision. Mm. Have a vision of your future. It might change and accept that. Accept that even if you have dreams and a vision, they're going to probably change because like the car accident, stuff happens. Mm. But also finding meaning in those things that happen. Those things have happened for a reason. If you want to think spiritually, fine. You can think spiritually. Why has this happened? How is this going to help me? What can I see in this to change my life? Mm. I reflected on that car accident like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I'd reached the ultimate of my dream, and you've just taken it away from me, whatever that is. Wait there a minute. I had an amazing dream when I was younger. I've achieved it. Let's think of some more. Let's mm. think of some new dreams. So it's having a dream, blessing. It's having yeah. a vision and being adaptable to that. Like, don't lose hope. Don't, don't lose that energy. The minute mm. you turn stagnant, and I use that word probably because of my biology past, but if you look at water when it gets trapped in a puddle, and that water was once part of a flowing river, and then suddenly it gets trapped in a puddle, and all the bacteria and all things turn it green and sludgy and it rots and it goes horrible and it doesn't give anymore and it doesn't thrive. Don't let yourself get stagnant. You mm. can be sad. You can be upset. You know, you can, you can, it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to get out of it. You have to get out of it. And that's another reason why I do coaching mm. because to have someone there to get you out of it helps. And actually, I found my mentor in books and reading. I've actually, mm -hmm. until recently, I had struggled to find a mentor, to find someone who got me. You know, I'd been through stuff that I didn't want to talk about, and I didn't think someone would get me. So I, I absorbed into books and films, mm. and, I, and they gave me more dreams. They gave me more passions. And, yeah, I think... Mm. Just, just keep that vision. Keep plodding along yeah. because it's worth it. I'm, I'm living another dream now. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure something else is going to come around, and I mm. accept that. I'm pretty sure something will. Life changes by the day. 
Yeah, and I think that's what makes life more interesting, isn't it? Because exactly. You're doing new things. Uh, you know, 10 years ago, I was running a cleaning business. Uh, now I work as a teacher, which is completely different things. And yep. that's what makes life exciting, isn't it? Um, so it, it leads on to my question uh, around your own personal development then. So how, how do you continue to learn and stay on top of things uh, within, you know, youth coaching world and other things that, that you're passionate about? Yeah, I mean, that's that's key is to keep learning, never stop, never stop learning, never stop absorbing yourself into education. Like I've had really bad experiences with education and I can avoid that type of education. It's, it mm. doesn't suit me. But what I do is constantly keep up to date. You if you're going to stand out from the crowd, you need to be an expert in your field. Mm. And the only way you can be an expert is experience experiences everything and knowledge <laughs> um you've got to keep learning you've got to read you've got to be inspired by other people with the internet we have all that you know with one click <laughs> yeah <laughs> we can watch motivational videos i don't particularly like them all i don't agree with them all some of them i do and i take what i want to take ted talks i love ted talks you know that keeps me learning because mm. i'm learning from others no no one book no one master's degree no one course is going to teach you what you need to know you just keep developing and mm. keep learning and for me as a coach keep coaching <laughs> you know you, you can't stop you've got to keep doing what you do and challenging myself so obviously i i, I go to places across the world I go to different countries in Africa to mm. provide free coaching for young people in Africa um yeah my travel to Latin America I'm now living in Spain up in the mountains if you are going to inspire others then you've pretty got much got to walk the walk yourself mm. <laughs> so I'm constantly challenging myself as well learn from life learn from experience mm. so yes and also i'm doing a um a credential in coaching because actually you know you do need to to get those credentials mm. anyone can call themselves a coach you know it's not a regulated industry mm. and that's a good thing on the one hand but for me i value um you know real experience and i value being credentialed and I, I value constantly growing professionally. Mm. So yes, for me, credentials are important. So I'm doing a 125 hour at the moment that hopefully will get me credentials with the International Coaching Federation mm. um, in the near future. So yeah, still yeah. got another dream to be a master yeah. coach <laughs> for young people. Good luck with that one, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, I need it. Yeah. So, you know, you've travelled so many countries across the world uh, through volunteering and carrying out your work. Uh, what has been some of the lessons you've learned from travelling and volunteering abroad that, that you could share with young people? Wow, honestly. I mean, travel just opens up your mind your inner world your outer world i i don't just travel per se i always travel to be able to help people um because mm. i'm very passionate about making an impact um and actually i've, I've never traveled without volunteering it's 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 something that's always got me work whenever i have volunteered it has got me work and it is always 
made me grow. So whenever I go to Africa or Latin America or wherever, I volunteer, one, to learn from other people, so that mm. personal development for myself, another to give back, and, and also to immerse myself in the culture, the food, the community. I live in the communities. I, I don't sit in a hotel and <laughs> just volunteer for a week or two. <laughs> absolutely no way you're not going to make a difference it's like what i said before about you're the expert of of Mm. yourself in yourself so the communities i work with i'm not going to walk into those communities and tell people what to do absolutely no way goes against my values Mm. you've got to find out about others lives you've got to learn from them be inspired by them and my kind of philosophy is you know teach people to teach others make sure it's sustainable have that ripple effect what the the way i've always gone to these communities is to make sure that once i leave i'm not needed anymore Mm. like they can take all that information all that training all that i've shown them with them what to do and they can take that and make a massive impact. I don't want anyone to rely on me. I go into those communities and travel to learn myself. And what I have learned from that, gosh, you it's going to be scary. Mm. It is scary. And that was one of the biggest lessons in my life is if you take a risk, it pays off. It just has to be a positive risk. If mm. we don't take risks, we're not going to grow. I've known people that had massive dreams and they went into an entry level job and they've never had the risk to leave, never taken the risk to leave and to really pursue their passions because they were safe, because they'd had a family, because they had money coming in. That ain't going to give you that fulfillment. Mm. And Honestly, every time I land in a country, it's like, I'm really scared (laughs) and I don't know where I'm going to be living. And sometimes it can take seven or eight hours on a bus on my own, always travel on my own with nobody else. That's a personal Mm. thing that I love doing. And and there's something that uh, Susan Jeffers says um, in her book, which is feel the fear and do it anyway. You've got to feel scared before you do anything big. It's going to be scary and it pays off. And Paolo Coelho, another quote I love, is the boat is safe in the harbour, but that is not the purpose of the boat. I could be safe sitting at home doing my thing, but actually that's not my purpose. My Mm. purpose is to achieve my dreams and to help people and make an impact and see the world and be open-minded. Um. So, oh God, I've learned so much. You can do it. You can do whatever you want to do. Mm. You really can. We're the only people or the thing that holds us back. Yes, in some places there are bigger restrictions and freedom is reduced. Like in school, your freedom is reduced. You've got to go and study. (laughs) You have no choice until you're 18. That was the bane of my life at the time. Mm. All I wanted was escape and run away and and not do what society wanted me to do um Mm -hmm. but it's okay that chance will come around and actually it's all a learning curve um traveling meeting other cultures and people from other cultures sorry different religions it Mm. just shows how much variety there is in the world and 
we're all we're all the same yet we're not you know we all <laughs> share so many similarities we all have similar fears and similar passions and similar values um but we have so much beauty in diversity mm. and to be open to different religions different cultures, different mm. thoughts, different beliefs, just understanding others from their point of view, from their experience, instead of trying to impose our opinions, mm. our thoughts of how things should be. That's the beauty that travel gave me, was the ability to just try and understand and appreciate every little thing and every person in this world. And right. to go and see some amazing animals and have some great experience. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds like fun, that. <laughs> oh, that, that bit is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I just want to sort of move on to the last couple of questions uh, around um, what's your advice to young people that want to identify their passion? I know you're passionate about, you know, wildlife science and working with young people. So how can other young people identify their passion and launch their own careers? Definitely. Okay, so... The word passion in itself is key. It's to be able to make an impact and do the career that we want to do, we have to identify our passions, but also what we're naturally talented in. <laughs> so mm. the, the balance between the two is really important. So with passions, it's what we love doing. So what is it that you both love doing and you're naturally talented in and if you genuinely don't have a clue which you might not you might not have a clue what you want to do then you better get doing what i did and get volunteering <laughs> <laughs> experience get volunteering try small internships read books watch videos be inspired by different things get a mentor get a coach um that's why i love coaching it mm. it does dig deep into what you're really you know what you're really good at and what you're passionate about also a lot of young people out there don't even know what careers are out there are mm. available we don't get taught all this in school that's why i'm super passionate about stuff changing in schools i i've worked with young people when you ask them what they're going to want to do they come up with the top five things that they expect me to say and um, them mm. to say there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of jobs out there in the world and opportunities, only experience. Listening to podcasts like this, mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hearing about others' experiences and others' careers to be inspired. Um, I guess, I mean, you can ask yourself a question, which is if you knew that you were going to succeed at whatever you did, what would you do? Or what mm. would you be? Get a piece of paper, write this down, just literally write down anything that comes to your head. What do you love doing? Mm. Not what you hate doing, not what you're expected to do, not what your teacher told you were good at, so you should do. Yeah, I did biology, I'm really appreciative of it, I loved it. I am a heck of a lot more passionate now about youth work and being a youth coach. I've done this for 10, 15 years, 10 years coaching, 15 years with young people it's going to change. And if you get it wrong, if you don't like what you're doing, if you do a degree that doesn't match with your passion or purpose that you feel your purpose is, you can change. Start again. Yeah. That's, that's the beauty of life. You do have a choice to start again. And all these random experiences and my, my CV is crazy. 
Like it's <laughs> literally, it's it's honestly, I, I had to do a master's in youth work just to make it look like I actually can work <laughs> with young people, you know? <laughs> I'd worked on a farm for a year. It's, it's, it's just, yeah, mm. just, just be flexible, have a lot of gratitude, um accept that it's going to take hard work accept like i had to that you might have to work nearly every day of the week to get where you are and a job that you don't like at the beginning but if you have your vision you will get there um mm. also don't compare yourself to others so when you're beginning in your career do not compare yourself to other people that have been in it for five years or 10 years. If you compare your beginning to somebody else's middle, it's going to give you self-doubt. It's going to knock your confidence. You're just starting out and you will be super amazing at what you do and so unique that people will be talking about you when you're a little bit older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just, just to kind of finish that, mm. you, know, you, you can achieve your true potential. But only you can do that. Only you can change yourself. Um, look at your values as well. You know, what is it that you stand by? So for mm. me, I stood by freedom. I stood by nature, risk-taking, travel, personal growth. And I stood by them all along because they are me. You know, my mm. values are so precious to me. So really look into yourself, which a coach can help you do. And mm. get a coach. <laughs> get in touch yeah. with me. You know, <laughs> that's that's another thing. I do offer um, free sessions, one free session every now and then. Mm. And I sometimes take on some young people um, to give free sessions to as well. Um, also, I'll be setting up a little bit of a course soon, an mm -hmm. online one. So that will will help. But, yeah, get in touch. Follow me at Leah Mentor Coach on Twitter and Instagram. I'm new to Instagram and I've got very few followers, so I'd love some. <laughs> <laughs> it looks terrible. I've got some good photos, but very few yeah. followers. Um, <laughs> look, another thing is your past, okay? Your past does not define who you are. You cannot blame your past all the time if you blame people and things that happened and your past for your life today you will become bitter you mm. will struggle to go forward i have the utmost gratitude for those experiences like i said before and i still see some love in the people and try and understand why some things happened i try mm. to find meaning in it do not be bitter it's not about your past your past has happened now's your chance to change your life and move forward this is about you it's not about the past it's about what's about to come next and now um yeah believe in yourself and work hard it pays off <laughs> definitely yeah sounds very uh, interesting very inspiring advice uh from there now i just want to uh, end um I'm talking about some books that you might recommend uh, young people so as a lifelong learner now, what will be your top three books this is this is a recommend tough one. Uh, young people to read <laughs> this is hard because as i told you before books were my mentor i didn't have that positive influence in my life mm. um i have read so many books that i've ended up ticking off some of the dreams achieved by them like i've 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 spent time i've lived mm. with a tribe in the amazon rainforest because of a book i read i've i've stayed in nature's ever gorillas and oh it's it's crazy i i walked up to machu picchu on my own mm. because of books that i read 
can change your life. So this is nearly impossible for me to um, (laughs) suggest three books. However, a couple come to mind. Before that, just what I said before, read, read, read. And if you can't read or you don't like reading, there's audio books. Listen, do when you work out, Mm. stick your headphones in, listen to some audio books, whatever you're doing you're in a coffee shop listen to audiobooks and watch ted talks because that's life-changing as well um so yes books that i'd recommend okay read whatever you love that's the first thing i'd recommend because you ain't going to read mm. books that i love if you don't love them too so read what you love also read books that relate to your interests and the career that you want to have because it'll only make you more expert in your area, um, which will help you stand out from the crowd in that interview that you have in the future for your dream job. Um, But books that changed my life, The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. That is an absolute game changer. That changed my life. I was was already doing not too bad. I was sitting in the Galapagos when I read The Alchemist, actually. randomly on a beach surrounded by marine iguanas thinking oh my gosh I can't believe I did this this is where I wanted to be and then I read The Alchemist and it was like this is just the beginning and I'd achieved so much and then suddenly all these new dreams came about and this new aspiration to find out exactly what my purpose is and realizing that that's a journey so The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho number one Number two, Jonathan Livingston Siegel. It's such a 1980s book, and some people will really laugh at this. Um, but it's written by Richard, I don't know how to pronounce his surname, Bash, Bach, Bash, B-A-C-H. But Jonathan Livingston Siegel is just a beautiful inspirational story that will just make you want to fly higher, a bit like the seagull did. So I do recommend that. It's an easy read. You can read that in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um Another one that will help you find your passion, um, which relates to your question before, is The Element. And it's a book called The Element, How Finding Your Passion Changes Everything by Ken Robinson, a fellow Scouser from Merseyside. (laughs) And, And that book gives you real life examples. It talks about stories from some of the most successful people globally and shows you how they got to where they are And even the fact that some of them didn't get to where they are until they were in their 60s. You know, it's okay not to do this by the time you're 25. It might take a lifetime. Um, But at least if you read this book, it'll get you on that path pretty quick. And I'd like to add a fourth, just because uh, there's so much from our history as as humans that we need to learn from our history to be able to move forward. And there are so many books I'd read in regards to history and culture and other things, but one book stands out, which is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And this is about uh, an inspirational man who um, sadly ended up in the Holocaust, he was ended up in Nazi concentration camps in Auschwitz, and he talks about the importance of meaning. Mm. And there's a quote that he says, which is, "Those who have a why to live can bear almost anyhow." So those times in your life that are really, really bad, 
And this got me through some, I had a really bad medical emergency a few days before my wedding. And sadly, I, I lost the ability to smile and my face dropped and I had a major operation and it was one of the most horrific weeks of my mm. life. That quote got me through it, you know, wow. the why to live? Why? Mm. Why is it you're here? Why? What's, what is it about this situation that you need to learn to be able to move forward, have a vision? That vision will keep you alive through the really, really tough times so they're my four books sorry blessing that's all right no worries. <laughs> i had to give one extra <laughs> <laughs> that's fine i mean you know one of the reasons i asked uh, for for your top books you know i'm gonna add them to my reading list for the summer as well so <laughs> thanks a lot for that <laughs> yeah um yeah once again thanks a lot for you know, taking you. time to have a conversation with me uh we've had some really interesting conversation about your journey your challenges and and the kind of things that you've done uh, in your life. So I'm hoping it's going to inspire uh, more young people to find their passion, uh, get themselves a coach uh, and a mentor to help yeah. them build uh, their career. So thanks a lot for that. Thank you so much too, Blessing. That was so lovely to actually have someone listen to me as well. It was nice to share my story. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's always good to hear other people's stories because I think someone might be going through uh, some of the challenges you face. So hopefully it will inspire uh, many more young people. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. And they're only challenges. They're challenges.